Welcome to Fear and Greed's Daily Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. Household spending is a key part of the economy, a part that's come under pressure as the cost of living rises. A very significant chunk of that spending is controlled by mothers, a fact that many brands are now realising and adjusting their marketing accordingly. I wanted to take a closer look at this today and how brands have changed their approach and the impact that the cost of living crisis is having on this market. Christy Nicholas is the founder and managing director of Mum Power, M-U-M-P-O-W-E-R, Mum Power, the number one marketing agency shaping brands that speaks with mums. Christy, welcome to Fear and Greed. Thank you very much, Sean, for having me. So take me through what Mum Power does. Mumpower effectively exists to fast track growth for brands who sell products that mums buy. So brands will choose us for things such as market research. So we want to have a look at why mums will or won't buy their product versus their competitors. Or brands will come to us for influencer marketing and having mum influencers talk about their product to you know wider network of Australian mums. And also to help them rev up reviews because mums will not buy a product without doing a lot of research into what reviews say about their brands. Okay, so it's, I mean, where did the idea come from? So it's a very kind of 2023 style agency for mums as opposed to what we were probably talking about 10 or 15 years ago in terms of trying to appeal to that audience. Where did the idea come from? Well, the agency has actually been around since 2009 and I had the idea for it when I was working as a marketing manager for a globally renowned top toy company. I remember being the marketing manager and hiring agencies to help us get the, the word out to the customers. And as good as that marketing agency was, they couldn't quite bring it home to the level that I would have liked. And in my opinion, it was because they did not live and breathe how that customer bought products, which was mums at the time. And uh, that's when the idea was planted that I thought, you know what, there is a way to better connect and compel mums to buy that product. And I wanted to create the agency that fulfilled that role. Okay. Without giving away too many trade secrets here, Christy, I mean, how do you connect to mums? Well, it ultimately comes down to understanding her role, who she is, what she's dealing with, and really just putting yourself in her shoes and looking at her life. Like so often brands discount what she's dealing with. Like mums are the ones who've got so much pressure, that whole motherhood tax. And, you know, she's working, she's managing career, she's managing the the kids or so forth. And, And what it comes down to is really putting yourself in her shoes and understanding what she wants for brands, the pain points that she's going through, and ultimately what she needs to make her life easier. I think if you truly understand that about mums, you're better placed to create a product and a message that resonates with her. Something you said earlier on about mums looking at reviews. I don't know many mums, particularly if you have younger children, that have any time, but I do know a lot of mums that actually do look at reviews. How do you get to someone who is really time poor? Well, the first thing is when we're looking at mum's buying journey and we, if we were to look at the essential things of her behaviour, she is on social media. So even if she's time poor, she's going to be on social media because that's where she's going to get a little bit of a release from her stresses, a little bit of inspo and connection with others. So 
given how time poor they are, that's one thing to be aware of. If you want to reach mums, go on social media. And the second thing is mums won't buy a product unless they've asked another mum or many mums that she knows about recommendations. Mm. So it's really about making sure yours is the brand that more people are talking about. Okay, so how much consumer spending is controlled by mothers? Looking at the different categories, there are some categories, especially when it comes to family households, mums control over 90% of the buying decisions. So looking at things like FMCG and also baby and children's products, the majority of the products and services she buys, it's the decision is made by mums. And then you've got other different categories that might be, say, home products or so forth, and she still has a massive sway. It might not be as high, but it's still well and truly in the 80% mark plus. In terms of marketing generally, how much of it is to mums? So I know that you, Christy, are specifically in mum power is all about mums. But I mean, those numbers you're giving, if you're marketing to dads in some of those areas, you're probably wasting your money or 90% of the money is being wasted. How many people understand what you're talking about? There's definitely been a lot more progress. And, you know, I I wish that it was a, a more equal number where brands were communicating with dads just as much as they were with mums. But when you look at the actual buying journey, it's still on mum's shoulders to do that buying. So brands are aware of it, but there are still a lot of brands out there that are complacent or they don't fully understand the weighting of how much of that decision is on the mothers. Stay with me, Christy. We'll be back in a minute. My guest this morning is Christy Nicholas, founder and managing director of Mum Power. So you've done some research recently into Australian mums. 90% feel overwhelmed and stressed. Seems like a huge number. What impact does that have on household spending? Looking at how mums feel, um, regardless of what's happening in the economy with the pandemic or so forth, and they are massive stresses that impact mums, when you put that aside, what really weighs her down and keeps her up at night are the day-to-day parenting stresses. Like that's what she's thinking about and worried about most of all. And how it affects the economy is because when her emotions are heightened and she's got a problem, maybe she's going through different milestone developments with her children, her child might be starting school and is being very fussy with lunchbox options and she's, you know, pulling her hair out trying to find different options that the child will eat because, you know, mums definitely want their, their kids to eat each day. How that affects the, you know, the economy when we're looking at the stresses that she's dealing with, well, she's going to be more receptive to products or brands that are going to help her with that that problem so that she can feel like she is doing the best for her child and her child is um, showing up in the world the way she likes. So the stresses that she feels on a day-to-day impact her buying decisions. And then when you couple that up with what is happening at the moment, say, for example, with rising interest rate rises and horrible household bills that have gone through the roof, it's really been catapulted and she's highly sensitive to what she will and won't buy. Is there an example of a brand that's doing, that's sort of selling to or marketing to mums well, taking all that into account? There are definitely a number of brands who are progressing and they're really out there and um, having a a great dialogue with mums. One brand that comes to mind is ABC Reading Eggs. They really 
heightened how mum-centric they were even through the, the pandemic and beyond. What they are doing very well is they're not selling a message so much from the corporate sense of why they believe this product is fantastic for mums. They are embracing and encouraging everyday mums to share their their stories and struggles when it comes to children's education and, in their opinion, the honest way that their brand supports them in their journey. So that's an example of a company that is allowing mums to do the heavy lifting for them and it's resulting in more sales and growth for them. And then, of course, there are others as well. People like Russell Hobbs is very well connected to the, the heart of mums and how mums care about you know, what they feed their family and, and how to put meal ideas on the table in, in quicker, more economic ways. So that's another brand that is definitely responding well to trends of what mums want today. Okay. I mean, it sounds like influencer marketing is very important in this space. It definitely plays a key role. And that comes down to when you look at mum's buying journey, the first way she's ever going to discover a brand exists in the first place is largely through social media. And influencers play a role in how that brand shows up on social media. And that's one of the reasons why. So that they're there to show up on behalf of a brand where mums are going to be seeing it. And then second to that is influencers do have a role. They play a role to talk about brands that they have tried and share that information with their followers who turn to them and follow them for that reason. Okay, so if I want to go and market something to mums, influencers, social media, anything else that I should have top of mind? Product reviews, trials that lead to conversion, but um, driven largely by product reviews because, you know, as even though mums will discover it on social media, she will ask her friends about what, what she thinks, she will watch a video from an influencer, It that mum will not buy until she's done her independent homework and read a ton of reviews to see what other mums similar to her and her circumstances have said. And these reviews are not by influencers, they're by everyday shoppers just like her. So that is how you seal the deal. Are there many differences between mums and dads? And I I say, I mean, it's probably a really silly question, but surely some of those things, dads are the same. The stats for us still tell us that it's largely mums who are doing the buying decisions for these products. But having said that, there's definitely certain products where dads influence the decision as well. So there's somebody that the mum will speak with and um, get another opinion on before they buy that product as well. And that could be more expensive goods. Ooh, more expensive goods. So the, the 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 men seem to have more sway or something on more expensive goods. Is that kind of the gist of that? Well, I guess because the larger the amount, it has a greater impact on the household discretionary yeah, yeah. spend. It requires a little bit more buy-in than yep. um, your everyday consumables. Yeah, Christy, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed. Thank you so much, Sean, for having me. I, I really appreciate it. That was Christy Nicholas, the founder and managing director of Mum Power, the number one marketing agency shaping brands that speaks with mums. This is the Fear and Greed Daily Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's most popular business podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your day.